You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Our number two fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up, I want to review and recap some of the rookies of 2017. The freshmen, their initial year. Talk about how they played, how we could project them forward for 2018. Some of the hits and misses on the rookie players. Also, we got your telephone calls. Got to get you ready. 844-843-6879. Telephone lines open. So be able to get that done. Rock and rolling in a few. I was up in the uh, I went up in Rock and Raleigh Studio Thirty Four. I watched this Nick game last night. It was pretty exciting. Anyway, sorry about that. I know nobody want to talk about Big Ball of Bread except for me. Well, what about uh, <laughs> the Knicks? Got a W last night. KP Prozengas, Pros God, uh, had a good game. I think he dropped thirty six. And then um, I'm going to I'm thirty seven. Thanks, Don Burns. That was his uh, tenth time he hit thirty this year. No, no, no. He's done it a lot. I'm saying this season. Well, yeah. 10 games at 30 points? Yeah, he's balling. He's, KP is balling. He's doing his thing. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, I'm going to Knicks Nets at Barclays Center on Thursday night because you can never you can never afford to go to it at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you got to take out a second mortgage. Anyway, um, I was in the bathroom just now upstairs here at Rock and Roll. It's, you know. Um, Everything come out okay? Everything everything works. <laughs> I was about to say something, but I'm not going to do that. Um this Christmas was what playing in the uh, in the in the background. You know, this Christmas, they, this Christmas is one of my favorite Christmas carols or not carols, but Christmas tunes, holiday music. Jake, what's some of your favorite holiday music? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, Mariah Carey's man. She's it's, it's some best Christmas music that like the recent memory, man. It's like there hasn't been new Christmas music that you can actually yeah. say is something a staple every single year since her. But that one, and then I like the goofy fun ones. Like I like a holly jelly Christmas. Yeah, that one. Like I like the fun ones like that. What about you, Matt Medica? Can you get into Christmas tunes? Oh yeah, no, I'm big into Christmas. I got the six CD That's set right. from Nando. I've greatly appreciated. My favorite, I think, the best Christmas album of all time is Nat King Cole. Okay, it's not even close. But I, you know, I do like you know uh, White Christmas, Little yeah. Boy, all that kind of stuff too. I'll see if I can find a core. You want me to pull up my? Game? I did my top ten list in one of my rankings. Oh like really? Two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. I'll see if I can find it for you. That'd be cool. Pull that up. When I was living in um in Prince George's County. <clears throat> My mother-in-law, you know, at the time, Kennedy's grandmother, she had this Christmas CD, and she played that joint. I was going, I was going to hide it. That's how much she played that joint. She was just sitting there all night and just drink Hennessy and eggnog. You know what I'm saying? And play the same Christmas <laughs> song over and over. It was like it had Silent Night on it, and I was the Temptation singing Silent Night. I was like, oh my! I was like, Ken, Daddy Kennedy was like, Daddy Granny keep playing the same songs over and over. I was like, I know, baby. Don't worry, we'll be gone soon. <laughs> you, you wanna know, what is uh, an addition everybody should have for their Christmas uh, collection? James Brown Christmas, get a little funky there. Oh, I big, never heard I, the James oh, Brown Christmas it. joint. All right. I ain't know Let's JB had Christmas. a Christmas. special this year? Hey, yeah, that's all right. Is Jay, has James Brown been buried yet, or he's still like in the family control or something like that? I I don't know, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a situation. <laughs> he, he went out a little crazy at the end. No, James <laughs> Brown was like not buried for like a long time. Like he was like a, he was on ice in the basement while the family worked out their issues. It was like real crazy. With them? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we come back on the other side. We talk rookies. We get to all in kids Christmas list. Fantasy football friends on FNTSY Radio. 
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. This is like swag surfing is like like the theme song for the Georgia Bulldogs. I just I saw it on YouTube, so it has to be true. Um update on James Brown. James Brown is, is has been laid to rest. Seventy six days after his death, James Brown was laid to rest. But his body's been moved fourteen times. Jesus. I mean, yeah. It's kinda like the Han Solo for like seventy five days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm serious. His body they, been moved. Huh? What? Yeah, no, because like DNA testing and stuff like that. Apparently, James Brown had a lot of kids. You feel what I'm saying? I guess a '60s R&B singer probably him would have Will, a lot of him kids. Him or Will Chamberlain? Good <laughs> the original baby daddy, James Brown. Shout out to James Brown. So he, he makes he makes Antonio Cromartie look like a quality. Dad. Yeah, exactly. He, he James Brown. James Brown was getting it in. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, probably like the best performer of our time. James I Brown mean, was a beast. You know what I'm saying? And like, he was a good singer. Yeah, and he uh like a lot of the music nowadays still like really? you can see the influence of James Brown. Glossed over that joke. You just ignored the joke. Which one? Really? You said hold on, what I'm trying to figure out the Matt joke. Matt said he was a really good performer. I said, Yeah, he was a good singer too. I'm I'm, I'm performer singer. Because, because of the kids. Oh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that nah, there you go. It doesn't work as well when you have to explain it. Sorry, I was a little <laughs> bit slow on that one. There you go. So um shout out to James Brown. Shout out to uh Shout out to James Brown and all his children, his estate and stuff like that. Rest in peace, JB. It Finally. Take, it takes a village. Yes, it does <laughs> take a village for uh, James Brown. Shout out to everybody in Augusta, Georgia. That's where James Brown's like, people was at and all of that. Um, so let's get into some discussions about these rookies. And I want to start with one of the more polarizing ones, Matt Medica. Did we make a mistake telling people to hold on to Corey Davis for this long time when Big Dick had been picking, picking up the Robbie Andersons and the Marquise Goodwins and stuff like that? Well, I mean, I think Corey, if you liked Marcus Mariota, you liked it. You, you, we, we seen what top five wide receivers have done in the past that have been drafted. They've had good seasons. He was pretty much. It was the hamstring that held him out for a while. Matthews was not there. So everything seemed to be lining up to what you would want, and it just didn't translate. Mariota did not look to him. So, I mean, it's not Corey Davis's fault. I, I think we're all in agreement on that. If the quarterback's not going to look to him and throw him the ball, there's not much you can do. What do you think, All-In Kid? Is this, this, is, this is squarely on Marcus Mariota and the decline of the Titans' offense? Oh, absolutely. It has nothing to do with Corey Davis. You've seen the times that Corey Davis has had that opportunities and catching four or four balls, catching tough passes, did it early in the season before he missed time and got hurt again. And he's been doing it since he came back. The problem is it continues to be and it continues why he's face down. He's going to be face down until next year. I don't see him recovering at this point. Is it's Marcus Mariota. We can't force the ball to Corey Davis. Only Marcus Mariota could go to him, and he's not. Mariota's not going to him, and that's the problem. So 
it was wrong at this point as it was the wrong call. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the wrong decision at the time because we were going off talent. And the fact is Corey Davis is going to be a nice value next year for all the people that don't want to draft him because of what happened this season. Yeah, I can definitely see that being the situation, Matt, because like people are going to, you know how fantasy owners are romantic. They're going to remember this. And then Corey Davis will come back next year, hopefully bounce back nicely. Um, well, nobody in whether football, baseball, whatever your fantasy, no player should ever be dead to you. I, I okay. know there are things and there are times in certain aspects and you want to, but some, if you say that, you can miss tremendous value in, in either sport. All right, the next running back I want to, next play I want to talk about, rookie running back, is uh, Sam Piron. For a long time, Sam Piron was averaging 1.9 yards a carry. And then Thompson goes down, Rob, Fat Rob goes down, Stealth, Stealth Rob goes down. He starts to get more work in the passing game, starts to run the football better. Fumbling doesn't seem to be a problem. Do you think Washington gives Sam Piran this job next year, or does he going to still remain a part of a committee? And what do you think is open to his rookie season so far, Matt? Oh, I mean, P. Ryan. I, I don't see who else they have. I mean, I, I don't really see where he's going to get threatened. I, I think he's a guy that they drafted that they do want to see going in the future. And I think the role for Chris Thompson as that pass catching back that change of pace I think it's the perfect matchup for both of these guys I don't think Thompson can handle the extreme workload I don't think that's where he's most effective I, I think he's a hell of a little player and stuff like that and I like him in PPR and he'll be a guy that I think will still get pushed back a little because of the injury and stuff and people just think maybe he there's going to be some that think he's just like a flash in the pan he can't repeat that so I mean for P. Ryan like I said I've gotten off in the last couple of weeks for the fact that I, I think this line is just devastated and now he's got his own things he's got to deal with so I, I think Washington not too much they quit I just think they got beat up at the end 510 rushing yards on the season also caught 17 passes for 132 yards believe he has two touchdowns week 11 week 12 Jake you saw back to back 100 yard games week 13 and 14 not so much not getting it done workload the carries drop back down also the snaps drop back down these past couple of weeks when you spin it moving forward what do you think of Sam P. Ryan for 18 it's going to really depend on what this team does. That's the problem. If Kirk Cousins back and signed to a long-term deal, then they're going to be Chris Thompson or there's going to be somebody involved where you have more in the passing game because it's a pass-first offense. Kirk Cousins is a passing volume quarterback. If they move away from that, decide to go a little bit different direction and go more traditional route, you can see P. Ryan being the elite option next year because he's a powerful runner between the tackles. We've seen the ability he has. So it really kind of depends as of today on what they decide to do next year when it comes down to Cousins and the rest of the team. All right, cool. We'll keep so how would you feel if it was Colt McCoy in the center? Oh, <laughs> Colt McCoy and Sam Piron. I'm getting some of that action right there. <laughs> Y'all don't stop sleeping on Colt McCoy. I'm telling you, Colt McCoy is going to get a shot, and he's going to surprise. And I'm on him. When he gets a shot, he's going into my lineup because I don't like the way Colt McCoy has been treated. 844-843-6879. We'll get back to some of the rookie stuff in a minute. Then I got that baseball thing I want to talk to you all about also. But I want to go up to Canada and holler at Randy. He breaks the seal on the phone lines for today. What up, Randy? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, Corey, what's up, guys? Chilling, chilling. How can um, we help you this morning? Yeah, I got two teams in the semis. Nice. Well, one in the uh, one in the finals, and one in the semis. In the two week final, I need some help with uh, some wide receivers here. I want to start two wide receivers because my running box is set. Along my blacks, I got uh, Mike Evans, Jordy Nelson with Aaron Robinson, Stephon Diggs, 
Cooper Cup and Sterling Shepard. I need to start two of them. Cup, Shepard. This is this is a PPR or standard? Uh, yeah, sorry, half point PPR. Point five PPR, Jake. Mike Evans, Jordy Nelson, Steph Diggs, Cooper Cup, Sterling Shepard. You need to start how many of these? Uh, two? two. God, this is so difficult because Mike Evans has been stinking to join up. What do you think, Jake? I'm just hard. I'm gonna give it to you first. <laughs> I got mine too. Oh, you got you ready to? Uh, I, st- I, yeah, I still no. I still need half the names again. I got Mike Evans, Jordy Nelson, Shepard, and who else? Cup and Diggs. Can you yeah. digs it? Mm, Evans and Nelson. Yeah, it's Evans and Nelson for me. And I really want to say Diggs. I am. You know, I I I know I said this last week. Sooner or later, Diggs is going to have one of these monster weeks. Yep. And I think Cincinnati might be the right team. I, I think Minnesota is going to get back on track. Talk about Washington being beat up. The Bengals are beat up. You know, no Vontaze, Pac-Man. Uh, you, you saw last week, they pretty much, that was a no-show at home. All right, so hey, you good? You good, um, Randy? Uh, yeah, just on this, another, for my next game, my running box here, sort of a similar situation, um, I got Kareem. I need to start uh, three of these guys. I need I, I could put one in the flex, but I got Kareem Hunt, uh, P. Ryan. I got Jamal Williams. I've got Shady McCoy, and I've got um, Rex Burkhead. This is point. This is PPR standard. Point, uh, yeah, this point one, five PPR. I'm going Kareem Hunt, oh. and I'm going Shady McCoy. Matt three. Yeah, the Hunt and McCoy. Yeah, we'll, we'll sweep that. What do you say, Jake? You said three. Oh, three. Oh, yeah. So who's who's, so, who's this? Uh, Hunt McCoy is Jamal it's, Williams. It's not P. Ryan. It's it's between Williams and Burkhead. Burkhead. I'm going. I'm going with Williams. Burke is the safer play, but because we just don't know that maybe with Rogers back that they might start screwing around with Aaron Jones again. But I'm, you know, what they what Williams has done the past two weeks, I can't go away from that. I'm rolling with Rex. I'm gonna go Jamal Williams right there. So I go Hunt. Jay Will and Shady Medica puts Rex Sexy Rexy in the mix right there. So there you go, Randy, um, in Canada. Thank you for calling us this morning. Glad to hear from. Wait, 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 what do you say, Florio? All right, so we got it. We, we'll, we'll get back to the phones in the next segment. Get back to some of these rookie talks. Uh, Matt Medica just had the alert come through. Michael Pineda signs with the Minnesota Twins. What do you think that does for his fantasy value? Well, he's really probably not going to play this year, but wait, wait, I think it's a good move. Or maybe he plays him? the second half. He had the Tommy John. Oh, in July. But I, so I yeah. like this move for the Mar- uh, for the, I almost said the Mariners for the for the uh, Twins. Minnesota needs somebody with some kind of upside that can kind of stash him, and it's a young team on the rise. Maybe he can get back after the All Star break. So there you go, right there. You can have him. I was going to ask Jake his opinion on Michael Pineda, and he calmly said, "You can have him." So there goes his, there goes his opinion right there. Jake's the labor champion. Jer- here's, here's the here's the Jared Cook of fancy. <laughs> oh man, be that time of year soon. Pictures and catches before you know it. Fancy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. When we come back, we discuss more NFL rookies. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. 
air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Fantasy football friends, the FNTSY radio. Hey, uh, Florio, check the um, check the G chat. The homies, get ready to get into some talk. Also, we got, I believe, we still got Chris on the phone in Sacramento, Sacktown. We get to Chris in a minute. Um, you can always tell when Florio is here because the music stops abruptly like that. I think he does it on purpose because <laughs> I knocked his buddy, his BFF, his BFF, Eric Young. I had to snatch one of Eric Young teams. That's I think. okay. Yeah. They're all hey Corey. Give respect to us because you're in the playoffs. I'm in the playoffs. Frank's in the playoffs, and Florio's in the playoffs. Yeah, this is true. Matt Medica too. <laughs> Matt oh, Medica the, oh, I was talking about the flex. Oh yeah, the flex. in the flex. You didn't. Oh yeah, I know. Matt's made plenty. I'm talking about. I was just talking about the flex specifically. Yeah. We've all made other playoffs too. I've done. I had a decent season. I'm not the, not the kind of years last year, but it's still two weeks left to go. So we'll see. Oh uh, my man, uh, Jim Ross, the homie. He just put it in the YouTube chat. He reminded me of my love for that weather girl in Dallas. So I had to go to her Instagram. That's what I was doing during the break. Full disclosure. Um, hey, next right. year y'all going to come to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Y'all not going to see me. I'm going to be an uh, anchor in Dallas. You're like, what the hell is the Fantasy Executive doing? And the Fantasy Executive going to be having some HR problems. Oh, no. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not, I'm yeah, I'm not going to go Marshall Falk on y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try. Wow. Huh? <laughs> what do you say, Jake? No, I just said, wow. I think we should move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we should. I, I, I think you could get in trouble. I like the, the, the weather lady in Dallas. That's not, that's not no, that. No, no, no. Oh, I meant, I meant the, the Marshall, Marshall Falk stuff Falk. Yeah, is a little yeah, bit too yeah, much. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Sun is crazy. Well, anyway. He's not the only one. Yeah, you're right. He's not the only one. So, anyway, um. Let's get back to these rookies, man. I want to go to the quarterback position. Deshaun Watson, he was brilliant, great, excellent. But the torn ACL gives me a little bit of worry going into next season because I think he's going to be overdrafted. Oh, he's definitely going to be, you know, the the Texans. I mean, Nuke deserves where he's going to go. And I'm not saying Watson doesn't, but you're going to have a little apprehension. What if you don't really – what if he's – just say he's not really practicing. I don't want to be put in that situation where I got to take him where I don't want to. You know, if I knew he was fully healthy and stuff, yeah. it's different. But I don't know if we're going to know that for sure. That's going to be tough hear, to see. You're going to hear positive reports. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to get that injury optimism. Okay, I can understand that. Because what if there is, you know, he's not ready Week People one. are going to remember what he did. No, they're they going to remember how they felt owning him. He's going to be the third quarterback off the board. And, and that's what I was going to say. He's probably going to be the third quarterback off the board, Jake. And I think that might be too hot on a player coming back off their second torn ACL. It's not It's not a feeling. It definitely is too high. It mm-hmm. just, there's no doubt about it. There's the fact that you could probably wait two or three more rounds and do exactly what happened this year. And, you know, even Matt, who's, as we said, is a quarterback snob. If you waited this year and took the Kirk Cousins or you waited and took any of those guys in that round, hell, if you look at some of the best quarterbacks this year, yet again, they were free or at the end of the draft. Deshaun Watson himself, before getting hurt, was free. 
Yeah, he was. He damn sure was free. Yeah, no. Uh, look, the argument there nowhere, for and me I like the kid. is, like, one thing I do want to address, where does Russell Wilson go? Is he the number one quarterback off the board? That's what I was what I was saying. The first three is going to be – no, I would still say people take Rodgers first. I was going to say Rodgers, Wilson, then Watson next year. Here's the thing. Yeah. Does But if, if if Seattle gets, a, like, not Eddie Lacy, but, like, a real running back, you feel what I'm saying? And you take some of that load off Aaron Rodgers where he doesn't make up yeah. for so much of the offense, is he the third – is he, is he the number well, one quarterback? Well, here's the problem I have. Rodgers or Wilson? You said Wilson to start, and then you said Rodgers. I mean, my bad. I, mean, I meant Wilson. My, but no. Even if they get a running game, like a legit had running, a running game. game, they had they had Marshawn Lynch and Merrill Wilson was still terrific. True. My problem here when we when we assess the quarterbacks, we had the big six. Luck is in there. Ryan was in there as well. So Ryan was a total flop. Luck was injured, never got on the field. But for me, it, it was Cousins at seven. Okay, so Cousins hit. But after Cousins, I mean, you had Winston, I mean, Mariota, Cam. Carr, Cam. Know, then, like, then, then it would be like, say, Carr, uh, Stafford, and Rivers, like, say, maybe that next three. So in that top ten, that, like, you know, eight, nine, ten, you probably, if you were high on Carr, you got crushed on that. And I heard a lot of people out there that like to say, oh, yeah, wait on quarterback. Two of the prominent names being pushed out there were Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton. Everybody seemed to love Andy Dalton as well. So, I mean, look, hitting on guys like Matt Ryan last year or Carson once this year, yeah, that can happen. And that's why I do like to take a second quarterback and take a flyer on somebody else like that. And I did have Wentz in, in Toulouse. I'm going to say, Wentz, Wentz and Watson are late quarterbacks that hit, but, you know, if, if you they, were, they, you know, they if both you tore the ACL. That's crazy. And that is crazy. Awkward, too. I feel bad for them. So there you go. Don't overdraft Deshaun Watson next year, but we got a long time before we have to deal with that. Situation. I mean, I, I want to draft him. <laughs> what do you say, Jake? I said we got plenty of offseason. Yeah. Save this offseason talk. We got plenty of that coming. Yes, we, we do. got a whole month of nothing happening. Don't forget. And no, that is coming. At least up. we got the Olympics this year. Oh no, when that that month of nothing happening, we could talk about uh, Laval Ball. <laughs> I'm on vacation. For February. <laughs> are you, you going to be wearing red, white, and blue every day when the Olympics kick off? Corey? When are the Olympics? Fact, February, middle of February. February. No, they got where's, where's it at? This is Winter Olympics. South Korea. Kim Jong Un, oh, right out there. Yikes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, we could talk Olympics. Yeah, I'm ready. What's? But there's no nothing fun in the in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, oh, there like is. The Olympics. What are you they, got, they started adding X Games type stuff. That they got snowboarding now and the half pipes and all that. Like all, it's mm. good now. Yeah, I prefer the Winter Olympics. You like the hockey? Well, definitely the hockey. Yeah, but there's all there's other stuff too. I think like Jake just mentioned. They the don't have. There's no track and field. Skiing, there's no basketball. That skiing stuff is crazy. You see how these like. Yeah, Th- that level of skiing is is insane. It's too scary for me. <laughs> I, really, I really, I'm with Matt. I like the Winter Olympics far more than the, than the really? Summer Olympics. Okay, that's interesting. I, I've never heard that before. You can, get, you can watch the biathlon. You can watch those dumb idiots just skate, get down, shoot something, and ski, get down and shoot. Like that. That's crazy. <laughs> What's the other one that they be doing when they had a little the, the, the puck? The, the, and curling, be, curling. Yeah, curling. Yeah, Cur- hey, that's big hey. in Canada. Curling, <laughs> curling's kind of fun once you start. Like you can. You can get sucked in real quick to curling. I'm telling you that from personal experience. Wow. So there you go. Jake Seeley. Curling rankings. Check the I'm, link. Look. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. There you go. A boot. For, and for our friends in Canada. Let's get back to these rookies right quick. Kenny Galladay was a player that I think in most 
12-team, 16-round drafts, was going as one of the final picks. He came out the gate, Jake, had a couple touchdowns, and then he spent the rest of the year on the waiver wire for the most part. What do we see uh, moving forward for Mr. Galladay? Same thing you saw this year, being overrated. You know, I was railing on this at the, the beginning of the season. Kenny Galladay is still the third option. Marvin Jones, Golden Tate are still going to be there next year, and he's nice in that role as the third seam option, touchdown potential. But until you can talk to me about him being the number two on this offense, I'm, how often do we say, hey, plug in this third option for your fantasy team? It rarely happens where you're going to get that kind of consistency. Yes, he'll be fine in bye weeks. Yes, he'll be fine in nice matchups where he can show, hopefully he gets the touchdown. But people are going to still see that upside and think that he can take over. And he's not going to take over until Jones or Tate are gone. All right, there you go. What do you think, Matt Medica? Kenny, Kenny Golly, he could play, he could jump, 50-50 balls. Well, you know, Marvin, Marvin Jones Jr. just erupted this year. Yeah, that's he was, true, too. Uh, you know, so I'm with Jake on that. And when you have Tate and you have Marvin Jones Jr., he's option number three in the pay. If Eric Ebron can ever put it all together. Oh, God. Are you talking about assembling new hands? Is that what you're exactly. Hey, look, I don't know what he did. You know, maybe he got some surgery uh, on, on the bye week or something. Catching 10 passes. I'm sad about Eric Ebron because that no, was like the most industry thing game, ever. Oh, did he? I didn't know he fumbled. Hey, yeah. Jake, did you he see white chocolate uh, in the chat? He said, check the link shirt would be great and white. I would get one. Is that an option for people? Uh, next order around if you want to send me PayPal and order them some I'll, I'll order some just, the, the initial order with the green ones are only here for Christmas so yeah we could do white ones the next go around there you go right there you got something for everybody capitalism right here on the <laughs> fantasy football frenzy on FNTSY radio hey Florio I, I don't have my, my, my screener up do we have anybody on the telephone what, what is Florio doing he's having a smoke break oh sorry <laughs> Right, He's so. one of three people doing a job of All right, so Come good, on, good, good. Break. All right, guys, we got Chris. Chris is in Sacramento. Chris, what up? Chris in the Sac Town. What up, Chris? Chris, you seen this weather lady? In, you seen this weather lady in Dallas, Chris? <laughs> check. Hey, Chris, just let's just check it. Just Google. What's up, Chris? How can we help you? question for you guys. Um, I, I got to start. I'm in a 10-man uh, standard league, but it does give bonus points. Um, so I got Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger. Ooh. My question, are you in the bathroom? Yeah, where you at? That's a good hour. That is, I Chris, because I don't know. You sound like you far away from us, Chris. I mean, you're in Sacramento, which is about as far away from us as you can get. But <laughs> oh. okay. yeah, I actually did go to the bathroom to grab some deodorant. Full disclosure. I know, no doubt. Well, at least he's deodorizing before he goes it. out into the workplace. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm happy about that, Chris, because you got a lot of people who do not deodorize the before they go to the By workplace. The <laughs> I'm gonna go. Ben Roethlisberger, yo. Um, you know, you know, I love yep. TFB, but I'm going Ben. The only player I'm starting over Ben this week is Russell Wilson. That's it. So you're going with Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben. So Chris, you got two Big Bens right here. I think we sweeped it for Big Ben yep. over Tom Brady to, uh, this week, uh, Chris. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right. No problem, Chris. Hope you win. Hope you get a W this week. So there goes that. How many time? How much time we got left? Uh, uh, DB. Hey, so there you go. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We no time got, left. You know what I'm saying? Come back. One more. 
I'm gonna break myself out this habit by watching myself. <laughs> I was I said it so much yesterday. I was embarrassed. That's how I, I had a nightmare about it when I went there when I took my afternoon siesta. Got some more rookies to talk about. Plus, telephone lines open 844-846-879. Everybody in YouTube, start to get the thumbs up rolling in. And uh, we'll take it from there. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. In my mind. the Temptations version of Silent Night that I had to listen to every Christmas <laughs> on repeat, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, while Granny drank her Hennessy and eggnog and was Did just like... by a reindeer? <laughs> it was, Jake, it was wild, just repeat. But this is a, this is a nice rendition of mm-hmm. Silent Night by the Temptations, but not if you hear it a thousand times. See, I was I was never the <laughs> slow Christmas music fan. Oh, I you mean, like I fast like Christmas upbeat. music, yeah. I like, I like the upbeat, fun, you know, enjoyable. Like, I, I'm not for the Silent Nights and the, what the, like, baby, please come home and all that. Like, I want... Oh, upbeat. that was a good one. Christmas. Yeah. South Soul Orchestra a, had a really good up-tempo uh, Christmas album. Who? South Soul Orchestra. Okay. Back in the day. Nice. I and like you, that, too. If you like up-tempo. If you like up-tempo I, stuff. I will say, if you like eggnog, the Southern Comfort brand, it's not That's, alcoholic. Yeah. The Southern Comfort brand is by far the best. You know, that, that, that is, that, I agree. That I think that is the best eggnog. You got to pull You know, it I say all that, Corey, and my number one song of all time is probably still the Christmas song with Nat King Cole. That is kind of slow. Oh, wow. So there you go. It's against your, it's against, but that one gets a mulligan right there. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, you can't go wrong with that one. All right, listen. The best Christmas song of all time, though, is Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Mom's Cooking uh, Chicken and Collard Greens. There you go. Jake, you can't. Come on now. I think when people talk Christmas music, mention. yeah, when people talk Christmas music, I think they don't mention Christmas and Hollis because that's just known that Christmas and Hollis is the jam. That's how it's I look at jam, it. Yeah, but it's it's not. You, you gotta understand. It's also it's not it's not all encompassing. It doesn't include everybody. Not everybody out there is gonna enjoy it. That's why it's for that top ten list. I gave that honorable mention. I gave it a special shout out. I said it does deserve to be there. But again, you're not gonna get everybody's flavor with that one. Hmm, all right, true. I would hope so. By the way, watch out for your hands, guys. I think something's about to come out of that bowl and grab you. That's disgusting. <laughs> I saw, I saw you know, it during the break. I don't think you can see the back of that bowl, how disgusting it is. <laughs> Yo, I this feel bo- like I'm, I'm, I'm contracting some kind of disease. No, there's something going on in here. You know, I'm going to sue the shit out. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt got away from us. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> I'm excuse me. I'm not. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, take that out before. <laughs> remove that from the replay, please. Of uh, good people on the fourth floor, because I don't want no trouble. Yeah, Jim Ross with the too this, close to Christmas. Little drummer boy. There's a rendition of Bing Crosby singing "Silent Night" and David Bowie doing "Little Drummer Boy" together. Little drummer boy band. Huh. You like that one? I, I like between the both of them. But it, it's oh, do you YouTube. want my top ten, Corey? Yeah, let's get the top ten, then let's get back to football before they start yelling at us. 
right. So uh, the first one was Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, which I actually mentioned, but Mariah Carey, Darlene Love, that's what I put at number 10. Holly Jelly Christmas, I Told You, Burl Lives, that's number 9. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Frank Sinatra mm. at 8. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee at number 7. Winter Wonderland Sleigh Ride, the crossover, the extended version by Dolly Parton. That's number six. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Andy Williams, number five. Santa Claus is coming to town by the Jackson Five, specifically at number four. Number three, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Number two, All I Want for Christmas is You is Mariah Carey. And then number one Christmas song by Nat King Cole. There you go. That's Jake Seeley. Check the link. Top Uh, ten Christmas joints. I'd have a lot of uh, Nat King Cole, some uh, Andy Williams in there. Dean Martin's got to be in there. Andy Williams is in there. No, no, I'm saying I'm not. I'm just saying in mine, it would be that. Uh, I'm trying to think. The Jackson 5 would not have made it for me. And yeah. Mariah Carey would have been outside. Very Santa good Claus song. is coming to town by Jackson 5? You're a hater. I'm not a hater. I don't have him in my top 10. Not in your top 10, man. No. Hater. You remember, were you a big Jackson 5 guy? Yeah, no. Look, hey. Michael had some really. Michael was the man. I yeah, mean, he was. It was, it was Michael Jackson and, and his four and brothers. His, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Michael Jackson and his brother. Shout out to Joe I mean, Jackson for. What about like off the wall and stuff? Oh, off know? the wall. Great music when you know he was like regular Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that was like, the last. That was the last we saw of regular. Well, Michael. Thriller probably. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Thriller. He but he, Classic. he Thriller. That as far as videos go, that was like groundbreaking. All right. Let's get back to football before they start yelling at us in the chat. Oh, wait, I gotta find my line. Juju Smith. Probably yelling about my picks. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they gonna be tweeting at you later on today. Come on, you're wrong, Jake. Then you got to go through that. I lost my. Oh, Juju, Juju Smith Schuster this season. Sleeper. All in, kid. Jake Seeley. I think the problem is, I think Juju, five hundred and thirty-seven receptions, five hundred eighty-five yards. He has a game with one hundred and ninety-three yards receiving. Wow. Um, five touchdowns on the year. I think he's going to be drafted as a top 30 wide receiver next year, and I think that's a little bit too aggressive. What do you think? No, I think he will be, and I don't think it's too aggressive at all. If you look at last week, the part of the reason I listed him is don't forget about him as he was suspended and was a little disappointed the week before that and why he's a quote-unquote sleeper. But we're also going higher this week. Like We're not going for super sleepers if you're week 15 and you're in the playoffs right now. But the fact is, if you look at last week, 502 yards for uh, Roethlisberger, 506 or whatever it was. Martavis Bryant at 33 on six catches, the same amount that Eli Rogers had on less catches. Martavis Bryant is not the answer for the number two Juju Smith-Schuster is. We've seen in years past when that one good season Martavis Bryant originally had, which was very up and down, just a lot of big play reliance, is that he was almost a top 25 wide receiver. So I don't think I don't think top two, top 30 is too high at all for Juju. Okay, he's going to be drafted to the top 30. Jink think that's state. Unless by Roethlisberger re- retires. Oh, yeah, but then at that point, all, all bets are off. Well, who would you rather have next year, Juju or Corey Coleman? Juju. Juju. I think I'd rather have Coleman considering the, with, the, with the caveat that they have to have a competent quarterback. Yeah. You can't beat Deshaun Kaiser. Well, that's why, yeah, as of today, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to assume that we're, we're, we're moving on from Kaiser. All right, so we move on from Kaiser. I think he okay. deserves another shot. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt Medica. Evan Ingram. Listen, I was not on Sunday, to be 100% honest with you. I thought that uh, with Brandon Marshall and Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, I didn't think it was enough footballs to go around. I thought he would flash at times. I didn't think he would be 
the the top one of the top tight ends in fantasy. Fifty five receptions, six hundred and twenty three yards, six touchdowns on the year for Evan, for Evan Ingram. Pleasantly, uh, well, not to, to me surprising, but to you to you guys, you guys were kind of on him from the jump. Well, see, the thing I liked, I didn't think he'd be this good. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think he'd have these numbers like being yeah, like the top five. Right. Yeah. But I thought the Giants who. who Pretty much, or three wide all the time. Possibly, he kind of he was more of a wide receiver than a tight end. So I and they spent the capital on him. So I I did see him having relevance. I just didn't see him putting up this kind of a season. Yeah, Jake. I mean, I got to be honest. Son came out and balled. I thought it was no way he would be able to uh, out out produce uh, OJ Howard because OJ Howard is just like a a, a a beast like that. But uh, he he got the job done. Do you think the injuries to Beckham, Marshall, if, say, Beckham and Marshall didn't get hurt, do you think he still would have had this kind of production? Well, obviously not, but would we still be talking about the number one rookie tight end? I think we still would be because to go back to what I said during the draft and after it and what Matt just alluded to there is is similar to Bucky Hodges, which is kind of like somebody to keep in mind for deeper Mm -hmm. leagues, dynasty, all that type of stuff. These are, and you go back to all the tight ends in this draft this year, almost all of them except for O.J. Howard were receivers that were the fantasy relevance ones were receivers basically at the tight end position oversized wide receivers that got pushed to a tight end Evan Ingram you look at the fact that OJ Howard is the only good blocker here and that's why is if they're going to be used that much in the passing game and we don't worry about them blocking there's plenty of fantasy potential here if if uh, Hunter Henry isn't a top five tight end next year I'm you going at what Gates, just... Gates will probably retire but He's got to be more. They still office. got Keenan Allen. No, no, no. But Mike Gates Williams basically did retire. Yeah, I'm not worried about yeah, Gates true. anymore. That's true. I mean, <laughs> you got Keenan Allen. Yeah, that's fine. Mike Williams will be healthy next year too. You get a healthy Mike Williams. He's going to be the second option. I would have to think. When when they throw the ball to this guy, he's 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 pretty much when you have I love him. Those guys on the outside, you have a guy on the outside, kind of slot and stuff, and you have this tight end, this talent. I, I just I would. I, if he's not a top five tight end, then then I think the Chargers are doing something wrong. My man, Sensi Cooley on our Twitter says, "Let it snow, boys to men." With a question mark. I, yeah, that's a good one. That that that's makes a good sense. one, but again, too slow. Yeah, I can see it, but it's not my taste. That that'd be outside the top ten. I like the Chris Brown this Christmas. I that's the one I was playing in the bathroom earlier. And then that was it. <laughs> that's a, that's kind of how this conversation came about. Um, you were getting, uh, you were getting the spirit. Yeah, I was getting the spirit as I was uh, using the restroom. What did you like? Slap around the reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, in the break, y'all. Matt was like, "Let me see this this weather girl in Dallas." And I didn't even have to. I just gave her my computer because she was already on there, right, Matt? Yeah. I didn't even have to look for it. I was this like, "Here you go." <laughs> that's my motivation to get through every every program when you go right there. All right, let's talk about the big one, Matt. Kareem Hunt. Spencer Ware will be back next year. You think we'll see? Yeah. I think uh, West is better. I'd rather have like a train. Yeah, that's true. You too. know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I mean, are, are they if anything, Hunt should be getting more, not less. But I, I think the return of Spencer Ware might make this a, a committee. Yeah. No? If that's the case, then somebody screwed up Royal. This is the Tyler season. He got banged up last year and was never the same after he came back from that. And so I don't see how. How are you going to say that yeah, he deserves to too. even just get involved? That would be coaching regression. 
What's what Spencer Ware contract situation? Let me check this out right quick. Spencer Ware is currently for 2018. He's making a million dollars. His base salary next year is going is, is 1.5 million dollars. But I think when West is healthy, he kind of fills that role if they want to do on like that third down, the pass catching. That I mean, not that it shouldn't be Kareem Hunt all the time. But yeah, it's Andy Reid. I guess has these little quirks about things, or maybe it's just the fact that he's a rookie and he's kind of. Uh, is keeping him back because of that. So, I mean, they, I don't know. To me, should, we should be seeing Kareem Hunt increase his snaps next year, oh, not decrease them. I agree. Son really is nothing against the cap, though. He's, he's going to make $1.5 million. Then he gets his unrestricted free agent year coming up in 2019. So, um, it's still a situation to watch because you never know what Andy Reid. You feel what yeah. I'm saying, Jake? I can't just say if Ware comes back and Ware's healthy, they're just going to make this guy like a, a zero. You yeah, feel I got, what I mean? I got, a, I got a question in the chat. They're saying please sure. answer. So they, they said please, so I, think I like should that. have to answer. Rush J, Arizona defense or Atlanta defense? Arizona defense or Atlanta defense? <sighs> I don't really like the Atlanta defense Monday night, but I mean the Arizona... I don't really like either of these options. I honestly. really don't either, but I would go Arizona because I think they got the better Atlanta. unit. What do you say, Jake? Atlanta. Atlanta. Turnovers. Oh, if you're digging that deep, you're going there for turnovers. Final segment of the show coming up right now. 844-436-879. Get in before we shut it down. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. We holla at you. Playing Daily Fantasy Basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Final five of the program. Um, I, I got to post. They got to pull this uh, fantasy factor thing up right quick. Let me get that. We'll done. just listen to the only. Beat well, that you you, you want to answer Danny's question while uh, you're pulling it up? You answer Danny's mm-hmm. question, and then I want to hear what Jake had to say. Uh, Danny has the dilemma of Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady this week. Rodgers done. Jake and. Jake says Aaron Rodgers done. I want to. I'm probably going to lean Rodgers after the two weeks of Tom Brady I just saw. But if I'm believing that the Steel, uh, that the Patriots are going to win this game, uh, that's a tough one for me. I, I'm leaning Rodgers at this moment. Lou Mayon just showed up inside Rock and Rollies. Uh, shout out to Lou Mayon. He signs the paychecks. Hope he can add something to it in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I had Brady at seven this week. Wow, at seven. You, you, look, I was, look, Wilson, Cam, Rogers, Ben, Breeze mm-hmm. against the Jazz defense at home, yeah. Dak against Oakland. I don't see – I mean, there's an argument to be made there. I Like, again, I know Tom Brady has the ability to go out there and against that Steelers defense in a shootout if you think the Patriots are going to win, throw up 300 yards and four touchdowns. But that foot, him pushing off, he's not hitting his receivers. He looks – I, I would – Bet money, something is bothering him. I am concerned about that. Like I said, I really, from what I saw, like he said, he was things I saw on Twitter, like he wasn't able to plant right and stuff. So 
That's concerning. Let me say this. All right, thinking of giving DFS a try, Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single-entry contests only. That's big right there, y'all. Fantasy Factor runs NFL and NBA free rolls every week, free entry. Simply sign up and enter. This week will feature Fantasy Factor special $200 Friday free roll, fantasyfactor.com. Get involved right now. Jake, I was telling Matt in the break, we could be looking at a situation where right now, this week, Aaron Rodgers could very well possibly be healthier than Tom Brady. It's very possible. And the funny thing is, is they said that he's only about 80%. I always love when they throw out percentages, like they know exactly yeah. what the percentage is. But the fact is, Aaron Rodgers isn't 100%. That's the biggest concern that they have out there, is if he's going to re-aggravate it, kind of go down the road to Tony Romo and anything like that. But... Mm. If he's being cleared and he's out there and playing, I'd much rather be dealing with this than dealing with the Achilles, which is going to affect every single one of your throws trying to push off. At least Rodgers, if he's healthy enough and cleared by doctors to throw the ball, it means that he doesn't have any limitations. It's only worried about getting tackled. And, yeah, and you don't want no, no big big old defensive lineman falling on you, break that yeah. joint again. That happened to Tony Romo a million times. So trust me, I know. You if you can get a procedure call a Mumford procedure, and they, they'll put a rod in there. Norman got a rod in his joint now, but they don't need it. He in the booth. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I, I think that one of the smartest things he did was retire. Yo, no, they, I talked really to some people in Dallas, years. and they was like, the dude was so badly beat up that at the end of last year, son could barely walk. So there you go right there. Shout out to Tony Romo. He's doing a great job in his new career in the booth. So there goes that, Matt Medica. I was going to say something to yeah. you, and I forgot. Consider, can, I if you look at Twitter, he's the greatest of all time. As far as broadcasters go. They do love him. I got to tell you, like, not wanting kids to play football nowadays, it, like if a kid was insistent on playing, that that's the last position I would let him play at this point is quarterback. Yeah. I know that's all the tough. money and all the glory and all that kind of stuff. But, but no, back but, be more no, but, yeah, but quarterback the is the guy that's going to be protected they, they wear, the, no, they wear no, the red no, no, no. shirt. There's a difference. Like, here's the problem, and I know what you're saying, Matt, and I think it's very close, and it's it's a good argument. The running back knows he's getting hit 90, 95% of the time. There's a lot of hits that the quarterback takes where you don't know what's coming. You can't brace yourself for those. You can't take that contact that's out there. And they're not built like running backs, so uh, that, that's why. And you, scary. If you, if you, it's if scary Eric, being a wide receiver. If, you, if your quarterback is just like laying it over the middle. Oh, and you, that's why I have no problem with anybody who ever <laughs> – anybody who alligators something that's over the middle of the field, you have my full blessing. I'm not going to get mad at you because I'm not I'm not letting my quarterback leave me hanging out to dry and get Those are some scary times. Those are – you're right. <laughs> Alligator arms across the middle. Remember, I, I'm telling you, Deshaun Jackson – when he took that hint from Dante Robinson, it changed his career. Deshaun Jackson started running out of bounds. He would only do fly routes. He wanted a <laughs> new contract every year. One of the best best wide receivers of the past 20, 25 years. He always ran out of bounds. Yeah, always. Yeah. I, I don't blame him either because that hit Jackson took. Son flipped. That's how crazy that hit was. Both of them dudes was knocked out. Robinson was a headhunter anyway, so um, we don't need to see no more of that. And you're starting to see more and more. You know this, Corey. If you've never been depleted, you have no idea what it's like. You, yeah. you can't, you can't joke these people for alligator army things. Mm-mm. With your man James Trash, James Trash, he alligated on on a on a fly pattern. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, he's not gonna hit he's you like, that hard. He's nine right. route wide open. Over <laughs> yeah. the middle of the field. He's like, oh. <laughs> All right, don't forget, Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever coming up next. Make sure you're back at 4 p.m. Eastern time for On Target Fantasy Football. For the all-in kid for Wall Street, Matt Matika, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, we out. <laughs>